0: Hello, everyone. It's those good old-fashioned values, and uh, today we bring with us some very tragic news. Our co-host and friend, Ty, has passed on. She was murdered brutally by our most insane fan. We, we I know we only make $1,500 a month on Patreon, split between four people, but uh, pretty horrifically in a Christina Grimmie-type incident for reasons that... We may never know, but um, she would have wanted Andy and I to give uh, a funeral for her and release it as an episode, and uh, that's what we're doing right now, so.
1: I mean, this is obviously a tragic loss. Yeah,
0: no. You know. We've been doing this for three years, and our friend has just been taken from us by the most mentally insane and autistic man from Omaha, Nebraska.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's a real tragedy. Um, I don't know how the podcast will be able to recover. Yeah. without her.
0: Yeah, we need we need someone. To, we really are like gonna miss that like special something of someone who makes the same joke about me being lanky and the same joke about you being fat every single episode. It's gonna be just hor- horrible. The, the
1: same person who you know I, I I can't say I'm not horrible about interrupting people but deliberately interrupts you and then acts cute. When when they stop to let you speak, you know that's yeah. that's always really fun. Or when it, or acts offended whenever they themselves get interrupted. Um, yeah,
0: no, it's uh, I that's don't know a, how we going to go on without her. Um,
1: big role to fill. Yeah,
0: no. So we're going to spend some time talking about our favorite uh, favorite memories of Ty, and uh, also talk about uh, the horrible situations that uh, led to her death. We met Ty three years ago uh, on Twitter. And, uh, something well, that you most of you won't believe unless you go back and listen to our old episodes, which, if you do, that's just spitting on her grave. Like, that's, yes. that's so disrespectful to do. Do not do that. Some, something that she was, that she used to be the one who would get mad at us for making offensive jokes.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, fun fact about uh, me and Ty is that I actually met her first on tgfv episode zero that was the first time we had i mean spencer you know mentioned that she would be on the podcast before but it was the first time we ever met and uh, boy what an awful start to a relationship
0: yeah imagine
1: this show being the way yeah
0: no comes. we were i think the two of us were like okay so we're both like mentally ill but we have like you know autism and we need someone from like the b cluster to really balance us out Exactly. And uh, that, that I think, was the important part of the podcast that uh, just changed the way that we we go about recording forever. My, my favorite memory of Ty was uh, when there was a guy that uh, looked like Andrew Tate, and she was, like, slobbering over him like a dog while she was also still claiming to be a lesbian. This was my uh, I, uh, favorite uh, memory of her.
1: I look back fondly on uh, Ty... Admitting to sleeping to with a guy without bed frames. Uh, that was, you know, that's, that's a, that's an all timer moment.
0: Yeah. I mean, in general, her, her slow bisexual awakening was one for the one for the ages where this person who I knew was a militant lesbian and only dated woman and they fabs that look like elves. Uh, you could, if you could give an elf a, a pixie cut, that would sort of be like the only type there, you know, like, a a a butch elf is it was the type and uh then slowly she met a guy who looked basically normal and was uh somewhat corny on a dating app and then she immediately became the straightest person i know and it was just so beautiful to see someone discover themselves spencer
1: uh i don't know if you remember this but this is one of my favorite moments about that time is that like you're you're talking uh, to some of your lesbian friends, and you're like, "Oh, I can. Uh, my gaydar is actually pretty good. I can tell when someone's like bisexual, a lesbian's bisexual or not." And with Ty, it's like, "I can, I, I, it it does not waver at all with you, Ty. Yeah, like you. <laughs> that was that was a very,
0: yeah, no. I mean, she just went through a seismic shift as we knew her. Like uh, again, I cannot emphasize this enough. I think the second time we recorded." She, we had to cut this from the episode and she got really mad at Andy for using the R word in not even a mean context. No, <laughs> no. We had to have like a talk about what would be acceptable on the podcast or not. Um, and uh, cut to a year later, yeah, cut to know? a year later. Now she, you know, I feel like every time I hang out with her, I feel like I'm watching grand Torino again. I just learn so many new slurs words that, like, should not exist and I don't think ever existed. Like, I think some of these words were only said by one guy in 1954 just before he was shot to death by a Korean. I don't know how Ty even knows those, but, and now Ty, you know, before she was taken from us, ran a very successful comedy club that did uh, some really great, like, anti-woke comedians in it. Uh, Like...
1: Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Like, um...
0: you know like she's she's definitely really just louis ck like every single every single monday night louis ck would get on stage do a couple of jokes and then start jacking off and you know i she with her catholic upbringing she really believed in second chances and redemption and that's why she chose to platform louis ck at the specific comedy club well you know
1: especially sexual uh, second chances for sexual harassers that's very important for the catholic upbringing
0: yeah of course
1: Uh, also, also, I, I think we, you know, we need to be proud of Ty. Like, she, she led the charge and physically tore down the, uh, the decorations of the space, safe space section of the comedy club. Which is, you know, pretty tough thing. Yeah, no,
0: she, she tore down all the flags except for the lesbian one. And then, uh, about a couple months later, she super glued the bisexual one back together and then took down the lesbian one. I think that's just, like, she was really passionate about interior decorating and making a statement through her art, such as
1: Yeah, you, you know those those LBT pry flag uh, couches. Ty personally destroyed all the ones that are sexuality she didn't believe
0: in. Yeah, no. And it was it was a really, really brave statement. And unfortunately, uh, she she got did too much coke and <laughs> mentioned her address on the podcast when she was mad about me doing something.
1: Which is weird, because you'd think she'd mention your address.
0: Yeah, no, but uh, she just she just mentioned her own address to own me, which you know, I guess, I guess, I guess it did because uh, now we we don't really have a podcast without her. Uh, so in a yeah, way, no, she did I mean, own us both by listing her address, so that our most uh, autistic fan who had formed an intense parasocial relationship with her and uh, was sending her. Uh, <laughs> Cassette tapes of him singing Radiohead songs to her came to her house and killed her and then killed himself. And it was very heartbreaking and not even slightly existentially funny that that happened.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's really sad that as he was killing her, I believe he told Ty that he was a freak. He was a weirdo.
0: Yeah, no. And it's ironic since that's not even one of the songs that she really likes. Like, I, I think he was. Well, yeah, but you know. Yeah. I,
1: I, he was probably just doing it as a fake fan thing for
0: her. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he he wasn't a real. I mean, he did probably go to every single one of her comedy shows, like King of Comedy style, and was like watching very intensely, watching her hit on other comedians, just like seething in the corner. You know, a poor... Watching
1: her badly hit on other comedians, <laughs> of course. You
0: yeah. uh, Hey, I didn't say that. Uh, but the point <laughs> is, is that that poor guy, he never stood a chance. He wasn't uh, he wasn't jacked enough. He didn't look like Tom Holland enough. You know, and it just, it was never going to work. And may- maybe if you... He- I
1: forgot about the Tom Holland thing. That's great. Continue, continue.
0: No, but if, I guess maybe if she had given this random guy a chance, the same thing would have happened, but we would have gotten one really good episode out of material out of it. So, you know... So it's important to think about, like, the the worlds that could have been without it, but...
1: Damn, could you imagine the TGOF, the Aftermath episode on the TGOFV Fuck a Fan contest? It would be, it would be an all-timer.
0: Yeah, no. With, uh, if it was Andy, we'd just be quiet for an hour, and,
1: uh... No. <laughs> 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 Don't worry, don't worry. I hear we'll get into my funeral soon.
0: No, don't say that, buddy. You're going to live to be 110 years old and you're going to be at the exact same location in the Midwest for all 110 years. Maybe. Yeah, no, it, it's just, it's a shame that she she passed on. She's gone so soon, you know? She had a, a bright future in comedy and podcasting and podcast editing. And I like all the texts that I would have gotten yelling at me and you for moving our chairs around or crinkling something you know if i were to do this like on an episode i mean i can do it now i've got like this cliff bar wrapper and i can just crinkle it around as much as i want andy you can like type out the entire like yeah i can like the uh... melville on your keyboard right now if you want to no one will stop us this is becoming this is going to become a much more tactile podcast without her because I will not give a shit about editing it. I'm going to take over editing duties. Yeah, I've listened to Get Cynical. Yeah, no, she she like would spend hours slaving away at this podcast. Even when we were one of the worst podcasts ever, she would go through it like she was Phil Spector.
1: Honestly, I'm a little surprised. Yeah. I'm a little surprised having to re-record audio uh, where we had a guest who had their whole mic who, who were not wearing headphones in the back. And so our audio bled into theirs in the background. I'm surprised that didn't drive her off the cliff.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, well, that, probably caused her to like kill someone but uh those allegations were never proven and now that she's gone uh we don't need to be swirch her bad memory but no uh she she really treated this podcast like she was Phil Spector producing one of his masterpieces which is kind of ironic considering she uh she died in a similar way as if she was dating Phil Spector so really just like a heartbreaking situation all around but
1: yeah no tragic
0: loss yeah no it's it's not at all funny that our show that has, like, a thousand listeners caused the same level of, like, psychosis that, like, Bjork did at the height of her popularity. And it's not at all funny that a guy who, like, a hundred years ago would have been lobotomized just came up to her house and shot her. It's not at all, well, like, Well, let's, let's be fair
1: here. Let, let, let's be fair here. A hundred years ago, Ty would have been lobotomized.
0: Oh, yeah, no. I mean... All of us would have, but she would have gotten the worst of it because she was a woman. Oh yeah. We would have gotten like the, the chill lobotomizations. Like we would have been able to like work in whatever the, the early twentieth century equivalent of a McDonald's is together. A you know? <laughs> yeah, the the burger mill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'd get to get to work at the burger mill together and we'd just be like have vacant fluoride stairs and be happy. And we'd go home and eat horrible nineteen hundreds candy that tastes like plastic. And then one of us would lose our arms at the burger factory and, you know, not, it's, it would, we'd still be happy though because we'd be given access to like whiskey and opium and then we'd go to work to work 14 hours a day at the burger factory on whiskey and opium i
1: also want to be able to honor some of ty's more admirable traits like her you know she she loved you know george rr martin and the song of ice and fire books her her innate ability to reference and talk about like every third targaryen cousin i think that's you know something yeah she
0: was really passionate about song of ice and fire and if you said something about a song of ice and fire that she disagreed with or just generally didn't like the vibe of she would let you know it from all the way across the room and get into the most heated debate in the world. She would treat you like you were a neo-Nazi. I think that's really important, you know? You know, George R. R. Martin, what he wants out of his fans mostly is them. I mean, what he mostly wants his fans to do is make ham with honey or whatever and bring it to him. But uh, she had too much of an eating disorder for that. So the, you know, this the, it's the second best thing to do, to get like, to treat this fantasy world that will never be, you know, completed. And at least one of the books is kind of bad. You know, it. it she, she treated it like it was a religion. She treated it like more like a religion than Catholicism, which she insisted she was, even though she was very clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to miss her. Who are we going to replace her with? I don't know.
1: There are so many, like... Not to name names, you know, don't uh, want to spill bad blood at a funeral, but, uh, you know, so many iconic e-girl beasts Ty has had over the years that that we could replace her with.
0: We can can tap into at Prozac Rachel and, like, get her to be the third Mike on the show. Completely alter the dynamic and have her just be, like, constantly, passively, aggressively horrible to us because Andy and I were making jokes about being on the autism spectrum. I think that would be a great pivot for our podcast that we became... We just became this horrible, indistinguishable morass of socialist podcasting that we were for the first two years of our podcast with Ty. Yeah, and had no. just gotten out of, and now we can just get right back into it. And you know what, Andy? I think what we should do now, we should go back to watching a season of TV every week, but it should be even worse than the TV we watched, just to oh, honor. Oh man, memory. what is
1: that like? Like live recordings of cable news or something? Like, yeah, no, I think we, think talk we could about do the weekly Ma- Rachel Maddow. We episodes? could do a a
0: C-SPAN episode. We could, we could nah. talk about C-SPAN. Uh, you know, we could watch 12 hours of C-SPAN a week, like we're 73-year-olds living in Sarasota never, addicted never, to Percocet.
1: You'll never guess which congressmen have the funniest bald spots.
0: Yeah, no. We'll really talk about how, like, this week they were really getting a handle on uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's character. You know, like, this season you can really tell. They were just feeling it out beforehand. And, you know, I'll, I'll have plenty of opportunities to say that this week was good, and then, get interrupted before I can elaborate and then get accused of not elaborating. I think think there'll be plenty of opportunities for that when we pivot to that. So yeah, we just need to find someone really irritating and awful to replace her. You know, a woman with like 100,000 followers who is constantly embroiled in some like interpersonal drama with some guy who maybe like threw up on her carpet or something. Nothing serious, like no actual abuse, but like he like put like a cast iron pan in her dishwasher or something Uh, a
1: a person who's well uh who's well constructed enemies list would put make richard dixon blush. yeah no man that could have been great if i said that joke correctly yeah no
0: there's gonna be a lot less of people saying jokes correctly now that ty is gone that's true (laughs) we can can finally be free yeah we can finally just... just stumble our way through our respective autism and speech impairment, damn! The big and,
1: finale of this podcast is going to go so well. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and we are never getting Andy uh, diagnosed with t- being tongue-tied ever. He is never going to get the surgery he needs for that
1: ever. No, I'm just going to keep stuttering. No, he's going to
0: keep stuttering, and he's going to keep saying like every other word wrong, and just keep like talking like he has a mouthful of marbles. And, you know, now that Ty isn't here to, like, give me, like, PTSD flashbacks, I'll be sure to add a lot more ums and uhs and uh, yeah, like, basically. So I was trying to. I, yeah.
1: I, I Spencer, mm-hmm. Spencer, I think my audience is going to really like it when I start playing DDR with my chair. I think that's oh, going to be yeah, no, that's, uh, really, really I good. I mean, we're free now. Experience. Like, we're free. Oh, man. Old ball and chain is gone. Yeah. Maybe,
0: maybe we don't even need a third host anymore. Now it can maybe just be. The two of us having the most awkward conversations in the world. And then about 20 minutes into each podcast, we just stop talking until one of us thinks of something to say, which is how most until of our one com-
1: us thinks about what we had for lunch. Yeah, no,
0: day. which is how most of our conversations go, because neither of us are social people <laughs> and we need someone <laughs> who is was like addicted to social interaction in order to make us sound normal. Uh yeah. What a what a shame. I don't know who's going to be our first guest now that Ty is gone. Oh, man. I think it would be perfect if we finally got Ralph Bakshi after Ty died. That'd be great. Yeah, or That'd if we, we got like Dan Harmon or George R. R. Martin or Tom York, we pivot off. Oh, our, our um our friend died in the most hilarious way possible, into uh, you know, getting all the who, guests who, that she would have wanted.
1: Uh, we could, we could get Will Senan on for, that, that. could be uh, that could be problem. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway.
0: <laughs> so we we as we lay her to rest. And you know, or hmm. this is gonna be tough without her, Andy. I I never know what the hell I'm saying. I never know what the fuck I'm trying to say. I have entirely coasted off the fact articles? that I can zone out for like three minutes at a time.
1: Before and you still don't know what you're saying. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, no, I can zone out for like three minutes at a time on this podcast. Well, like she's doing the verbal Dude, equivalent of so like ripping nice. your throat out. And it's so <laughs> nice
1: just to look at your phone and not have to oh
0: man just like to have someone we can take turns having blood feuds with just escalating to the point where we start to wonder if uh the two people arguing are actually hurting each other's feelings and then just kind of casually sit back and relax while this other feud happens oh man
1: yeah i'm i'm truly gonna miss her
0: yeah no it's not gonna be the same without her so ty wherever you are in the universe i hope you know that you're gay and annoying and I I hope that there's some guy that you're hitting on right now who is too autistically invested in whatever he's doing to pick up on the fact that you're groping his muscles. So I hope he's really buff too. Yeah, no, really, really jacked. Yeah. I hope he's like so ginger that he's translucent. So that's going to be all (laughs) goodbye. We'll see how this podcast continues without her.
2: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here to say our goodbyes to one Stephen Andrews, the erstwhile third host of the, the Those Good Old Fashioned Values podcast, who we are now interred to rest under the ground. I mean, what is there to say about Andy that hasn't already been said by, by me and Spencer? Yeah. Uh, not much, because he's not that interesting a guy, actually. <laughs> There's really not a whole lot going on in that back. Oh, oh, you like old video games from 2002? That's really cool, Andy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. No, oh, we're man. We
0: really going gonna... <laughs> to really miss having uh, someone who all of his tweets are just, quote, tweeting news from E3 with, like, excited to see Dope. where this goes. Yeah. Can't yeah. wait to see
2: where this happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Wow. This yeah. is crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. But Andy, I think, brought a certain certain something to this podcast that can't yeah, be he replicated. Was...
2: I, I agree, he was there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, he really just like without him, the two of us are just going to be constantly cracking jokes and 100%, you know, having
2: fun. Yeah. Yeah. Giving insightful really, input into the things that we're trying to watch.
0: And we really need someone to just interrupt us, you know, every fifteen minutes and just someone that we can take out. Someone that we can use as like a punching bag for our latent narcissism and aggressive exactly. issues. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I, I don't see how this show continues without a guy to be silent for 20 minutes and then come in reading like a joke that you would read out of one of those books that you, you read on the toilet.
0: Yeah, I don't know. He had yeah. just such a way with not saying words a, correctly.
2: Yeah, he, he, he had such a way of not being able to say a goddamn sentence right and then trying to bust in and spending two minutes trying to say a knock knock joke.
0: <laughs> no, and he, I,
2: I do think. I don't know. I I think there is a type of value to that when you're making an entertainment product is like you need a wide variety of different perspectives. And one of those perspectives should be a guy who has never done anything interesting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, Andy is a stand-in for all of our fans in that he is addicted to listening to unlistenable media analysis of stuff from his childhood. And and he lives with his parents, yeah the the type of autism that would have gotten you killed uh, before the yeah. Second World War, we're going to miss that.
2: We're going to miss that a lot. Well, and I think that there is like you know again, he had a way with the fans. He had like a way of touching them in such a way that you can only gravitate to, or you can you only have the experience of being able to connect with the fans like that if you are also yeah a fucking who lives with your parents and is never going to move out of Iowa or whatever. <sighs>
0: yeah no. He really tapped into the Midwestern demographic, and somehow, as we went went on, he started out as a guy who didn't know how to riff into a guy who, who vaguely
2: knows how to riff
0: someone who accidentally riffs really well sometimes
2: yeah he started from a guy who had no idea how to craft a joke to a guy who knows how to craft a three out of ten joke
0: yeah no <laughs> yeah to a guy who knows to a guy who knows how to craft a three out of ten joke and then phrase it in such a brain damaged way that it becomes a ten out of ten joke
2: he uh I don't know. I, I really do think the podcast is going to suffer without a guy with severe aphasia. <laughs> I think I think we should maybe like re- try to see re- if we could reach out. I'm going to see see he, the, now that Andy is gone, I have taken on his curse of not being able to, to say a single sentence right. Oh yeah. no, what's going on? Oh no, and, the Andy curses. Oh no, it's affecting me again. Oh, what's happening?
0: Wow, what's going on? Hmm.
2: What's going on? I don't know. Is that his ghost shaking shaking my desk and shaking my microphone and making it so every fucking word I say is unlistenable?
0: (laughs) No, it's it's going to be a... um... Oh my gosh, the ghost of Andy. What are you doing? The ghost of Andy. What's going on? Well, I think the I think Andy's trying to tell me something. He's trying uh, to communicate I can't, I, with us, and well, it's oh, I, I hate
2: making this podcast, and I hate making it sound good.
0: Okay, so uh, the message I got from Andy, it is it is like from another world, but there's so many typos and misspellings, they can't make out what he was trying yeah. to say. So, I guess we'll never know.
2: I'm sorry, ghost of Andy. I hope wherever you are, there's a lot of really shitty games from this for the Sega Genesis hanging out,
1: yeah. and you can
2: you can play them at your heart's leisure, and. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I hope that somewhere in the in the vast beyond you find an ambition besides. What if I got people to watch me playing video games for four hours a day?
0: We we need a we really need someone on the podcast now who, you know, despite having limited ambitions, was basically like a normal decent person and not just yeah, like a yeah, yeah. a witching pot of mental illnesses and, and narcissism, yeah, and big like, big
2: BPD, OCD, any of the letters, yeah,
0: yeah, any of the letters, just. His, wor- like his worst trait is that he likes lists too much. Like just yeah. someone someone who doesn't have a ton going on, but like has uh, not a lot of bad going on yeah, either. exactly. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I, and I, I've started to reach out to a couple of my local uh, baggers at the grocery stores near my house <laughs> to see if any of them would be interested in coming on and talking to the show. Because I figure any of them have about the same amount of a shot as Andy does to making a listenable episode of, of podcasting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, you know, my neighbors in this apartment is like this couple that like fights all the time and is blasting Maroon 5 songs. And I just, I think I might, I think I might just touch them for, like, I might ask them to see if they'd like to come on. Well, you
2: would, you would, <laughs> you're going to touch your neighbors, bro. Pause.
0: Pause. Hold up. Pause. pause. This podcast, if you ever wanted it to be like coherent and not just me and Ty going, like, you're gay. No, you're gay. You're no, no, you're
1: me, gay. Me, 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 pew, pew, me, pew, me, pew. me, 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 me
0: Yeah, um, that's going to be a lot more of that now.
2: Yeah, that's probably going to take up 15 minutes of every episode by this point.
0: I think every episode is going to have, like, an actual fight between me and Ty. One where it's very clear, like, we're not just messing with each other, but we're actually mad oh, at each other.
2: Yeah, without the buffer of Andy there, I, I do think this episode is going to end within three episodes because we will just irrationally tear each other down because we both see ourselves in the other person and we hate it. Yeah?
0: Yeah, no. I
2: think it's going to be a fun dynamic.
0: Yeah, no. Or we'll keep going for, like seven years and we'll develop like the level of blood hatred that like the the brothers from oasis have where just everyone involved sees two people go that are absolutely crazy and have no idea yeah. what the hell they're talking about but to us we've just like constructed this worldview where the other person is a demon from hell yeah no oh, I think we're that, already
2: like halfway there yeah yeah, yeah no yeah.
0: but i think this will just like i think this will complete It'll speed that it up
2: exponentially for sure yeah no so either yeah, way, whether
0: this podcast burns out in flames and allegations three episodes from now, or if we keep going till the time that we're in our fifties and can barely even stand the sound of each other's voices, you know, I think yeah. we have a bright future ahead of us.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose if we do want to avoid that, we could just ask literally any poster on Twitter.com, like maybe anybody who doesn't have the, the right amount of money to buy Twitter Blue, but definitely would if they had, you know, eight ninety nine a month. Maybe we could ask them, and they would they would serve functionally the same role that Andy has for three years
0: yeah no just but I, I, who, I,
2: I do think it would be kind of fun and sexy to let this thing implode
0: just let this podcast that a thousand people listen to have the type of blow up that like headlining rock bands have 100% like, yeah yeah just the, the type of stuff that would like Destroy a warped tour band. Yeah, no, you know, we need to become like one of those nerds.
2: Portland indie bands where one of the like the guitarist tries to shoot the drummer in the head three times,
0: and the drummer still ends up looking like the bad guy somehow when the dust. Yeah, is exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, I I think that'll be really good for us. Um, I do too. And I think that it's telling of what Andy brought to this podcast that even at his funeral we are mostly we're talking, just talking about, about ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. That we're that we're mostly talking about our own neuroses and hang-ups because yeah. at the end of well, the day, we made fun of Andy a lot, but he just doesn't have the same like cocktail of mental illnesses that we do. And the fact that we make fun of him is often just because <laughs> he's yeah. the easiest target, not because he actually deserves it. I
2: mean, Then, I I guess, bring the topic back to our dearly departed here. Should we discuss what actually ended up causing Andy's death? Because it it was a pretty funny scenario.
0: Yeah, it was pretty pretty hilarious. Yeah.
2: So, um, for those who are not aware, two weeks ago, Andy was playing on stream. He was playing Pokemon Emerald. For probably what like the third or fourth time here, I don't know. Has he played that yeah. one before? I don't. I don't watch his stream at all. And sorry, I'm getting a little choked up talking about him. Um, I don't know why, because I didn't actually care about him that much. But um, he was to, he was streaming for his audience of seven people, and he was trying to type in. The history, the entire history of the Reggies, you know, Reggie Steel, Reggie, Reggie Rock, Reggie Ice. Um, He had a really solid
0: ranking for them too. He had a really solid ranking. He he had a tier list for them.
2: Yeah, yeah. He was um, he he was even ranking like the new Reggies, like the like this like the dragon one. And isn't there like a like a there's an electric one. Yeah, there's an electric
0: Yeah. Yeah. He had numerical ratings for them too. Yeah. See, you know, Andy. Andy and I Andy didn't confide in me much, but one time he like pulled me aside and gave me a heart to heart and said, like, Spencer, I know I've said Steele is like an eight out of ten, but I've been thinking it's more of a seven yeah. recently.
2: Yeah. Andy, um the one time Andy has ever genuinely got mad at me is when I said that Richie Gigas wasn't B tier. He was actually A tier. And we actually didn't talk for three days after that. But um, Yeah, no. So Andy was trying to look up the history. He was trying to look up the history uh, behind the Reggie's and to see if that would affect his rankings in any way, you know, see if it would drop them 0.05 or, or maybe raise them 0.03 or, you know, um, and while he was, while he was typing on his keyboard, again, by this point, I think the, um, his view kind of dropped to four because three of the people just realized that they could have been doing anything else. And as he was typing, he he hit his keyboard so hard that every single one of his fingers broke. Um, And he actually starved to death because he was unable to feed himself and his parents just didn't come into his room for the next two weeks to check to see what was happening.
0: Yeah, it's going to be horrible. Like, I mean, breaking the news to his parents that Andy died was already horrible, but breaking the news that he was a a podcaster for three (laughs) years is going to be the And breaking the news that he
2: was the worst podcaster on the podcast he was on, breaking it. It's, yeah. it's, I, I remember we had to have, cause me and Spencer actually flew out to Wisconsin to talk to his parents um, in in the wake of them finding his body. And I remember his dad's face when I had to tell him that, yes, his son is on a podcast. And then he, you know, when he asked, oh, well, what does he do for it? And I had to tell him, well, basically, basically nothing, nothing. He's, Uh, he contributes maybe like three sentences an episode and he's mostly there to get ragged on and he's like well does he at least like help with like the production side of things and i'm like no he actively makes it worse no actually the production side of things would probably be three times more effective if he wasn't on the podcast um and just the look on his on his dad's face and he's like
0: was so blank it
2: was it was brutal it was i don't I, i hate giving bad news to people, and. I think his dad might have the same kind of autism he has. I think it might be inherited because his dad fully didn't react and his hand was in the claw the entire time I was talking.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah. And but we'll we'll go we'll go off what his dad said about Andy and he described Andy as like an 8.5, maybe 9 out yeah. of 10 son. Yeah. And that's how we feel about him. He's a 8.5, yeah. maybe 9 out of 10 friend of ours.
2: And I I will yeah. I I would like to leave I mean, we we can still, I I guess, talk about his life for a little bit, but on the topic of his parents, I would like to leave with with the statement that his mom said to me uh, when when we first started talking about Andy. Uh, She said, who? (laughs) And then five seconds later, she was like, oh, that Andy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well... Now that he's gone, Andy once told me that he wasn't the most autistic kid at the school he went to at the surprisingly inner city school yeah. he went to. And, and t-
2: that was that was something that was so great about Andy was that every like maybe once in a fortnight he would lie about something and then you would you would just not know it was coming because, <laughs> you know, he is normally so truthful and that, that you just would never expect it coming out of him.
0: Yeah, and I, I think yeah. that if this person exists and it wasn't a lie, then we need to hunt this person down because they're the only person who can fill his role.
2: Yeah. Or, well, I mean, also probably literally anybody else we know could, could probably fill it and maybe even fill it with more aplomb. Like if we could find, I don't know, just some guy named like Keith012451B, like maybe he could do the exact same job that Andy did. mm. Well, in we fact, have maybe to he like, might even have more interesting things to make fun of besides, damn, you're kind of a big guy, or damn, you play Sonic a lot, or damn, yeah. you're a virgin, you know? Like, maybe he did, maybe he, he would actually have interesting angles that we could make more than the same three jokes about.
0: He does. He did love Sonic, though. He really he did. He did love
2: Sonic. It was one of the only things in his life he gave a fuck about.
0: Yeah. No, he truly did. <laughs> I'm sorry. In a different... And as a matter of fact, <laughs> you know, we rarely saw Andy face to face, but... <sighs> I can tell that he was dressed like Sonic most of the times yeah. that we were recording. Yeah. He had the striped saw... blue sh- shoes. Yes. He had the he had the gloves. Just everything. Yeah.
2: Um, he was bumping I, around
0: I, the rings everywhere.
2: I've actually only seen Andy's face one time, and uh, that that was during the recording for the podcast about list nutshack episode. And I will say that it was a testament to how much he loves Sonic, because that time he was not dressed like Sonic, but he is shaped almost exactly like Dr. Ekman.
0: Well I'm yeah, going to miss him so much. She said it, not
2: me. <laughs>
0: I'm going to miss him,
2: man. I really, well, not that much, but I'm going to miss him maybe a little bit. Well, yeah. um, I mean, it's, it's going to be a hassle to find someone to take his spot, I guess. Well, well, I guess, well, I, guess
0: I just don't like being inconvenienced, is, is it mostly what it comes down to. And that—that's you know—that's a perfect send-off. Uh, yeah. To All Andy. right. We were, so perfect thing to. Oh, end, that's just, on, that's. On. The, I
2: was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking Eric for a while. <laughs> yeah. No, Andy. Yeah. Let's say, let's say goodbye to Andy, everyone.
0: All right. Bye, Andy. Bye, Andy.
1: Honor the passing of one of our favorite co-hosts of this this podcast We're really oh my incredible. god cole died yeah no but uh Sp- spencer spencer meant a lot Is a great friend good co-host i don't know what this podcast will be without the exact same two characters of of southern lawyer and slightly gayer southern lawyer
2: yeah it's um i mean what it, what can you say about spencer he was the part of the podcast in that every single thing in the podcast that happened needed to need to and again this is very funny because it's it's a show with two narcissists but um you could always get the tactile sense that he thought the show was his and uh he would he would show his dominion over the show by saying shit like damn this was fun uh i and i i uh I had a good time watching this when we had to watch something or yeah, when we, when we were trying to make jokes about something being like, damn, what if a woman, what if woman had sex with a guy? Um, It was, um,
1: it's it's a, it's a big loss. It's a big Big loss.
2: And it's, um, I mean, what is this show going to be without two catty gay people just constantly batting at each other back and forth? Uh, who clearly Uh,
1: autism power hour.
2: Yeah. It's just going to be the autism power hour. Everyone's favorite episode of the podcast. When that I mean, is, I mean, that's are, what is. I mean, what can you say about Spencer besides the fact that when he made a podcast that wasn't this one, it was the o- still the only thing that people watched on the entire channel because well, he did it with, because <laughs> he did it with this, with slight, less
1: jokes too, because he
2: did it with a slightly less funny woman. <laughs> oh man, Well,
1: what, it, what can you say about this podcast without Spencer? I mean, you know, it's it's a real loss. without all of his, uh, you know fun mispronunciations
2: yeah oh god i mean what is this podcast gonna be without someone who's like trying to say the word goulash and he calls it like gulish? i don't
1: know
2: what is this word gonna be what is this podcast gonna be without a guy who literally has not pronounced a single word correctly once in his entire fucking life
1: how are we gonna get ready to record without spending 15 minutes about talking about your enemies uh before we start recording Uh. a single episode
2: Do you know, honestly, because you, you, I don't think you were part of the process. Did you know how difficult it was to reach out to like every guy called like Rapist Steve who made three posts back in 2015 and have to try to quash the beef on his behalf? Because there are, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. There were 1,700 of those people I had to reach out to, all of which he had detailed manifestos about. And when you check about their whole interaction, they've maybe talked once in their lives Uh, And he actually, and he knows biographical details about every single one of them. Like if you were to ask him to make a biopic about, (laughs) about retard barbarian, he would be able to make it in probably three days with a budget of $1 million.
1: What would this podcast be without a guy who proudly and firmly denounces being poly, yet constantly has has threesomes with every
2: single one of his friends?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it wouldn't be the same.
2: And I mean... I, it's it's going to be so difficult to replace him because we'll never have, I mean, I don't think you have the ability, and I definitely don't have the ability to ask every single one of my friends if they want to be the seventh chair on the podcast. Because I, I, I mean, how can you replace a force who was going to make it so each of us made $20 on the podcast because he kept bringing on all of his friends who were guests on one episode trying to be like, hey, you guys want to be, you want to be a crucial part of this show that we've been making for three
1: years? Uh, Ty. Yeah. You know, for I, I have to ask something for you specifically. Yeah. What would this podcast be without a co-host who uh, interrupted you during the best sex of your life because they forgot their keys?
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, well, should we tell that story on the podcast? Because I don't, I don't know if we've ever given the full story. But now that Spencer's dead, it doesn't see there doesn't seem to be any reason to avoid talking about it anymore. <clears throat> so this was uh, back in the summer of 2021.
1: The first time you two met up? I- the first
2: time we ever met in person. I had just moved to Philadelphia and I was dating a, uh, a, a wonderful non-binary person who was uh, only in the city for a month on a research for their doctoral degree. You know, so smart. Oh, and they went to Harvard, by the way. So, you know, smart. And it seemed like there was definitely going to be, you know, maybe some growth in a the career there. And, you know, we, we cared about each other very much. We were having this beautiful fling that we, you know, had very limited time on. And uh, my friend Spencer visited Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know if he'd ever been there before. It might have been his first time. And he was, you know, he was doing the rounds. He was visiting all our friends. He was visiting Thompson. I think he visited Nat. He was doing the whole Philadelphia tour. And we decided to, you know, get lunch. We we had a, a lovely day hanging out. And, you know, we went back to my place. We made dinner. Uh, I, think, I think we made... I want to say lasagna, I want to say was, was on the menu for that night. It nice. It was nice. It was a really beautiful night. You know, we cracked open a bottle of wine. We stood outside. This was before I, I had started smoking, but we stood outside and he and my ex were just smoking. We were having a really lovely time. And I eventually he said that he needed to get on the bus to make it back to Thompson's house. And I, I wished him farewell. We finished dinner. We finished the bottle of wine and me and my Paramore at the time decided to, you know, go back to the Airbnb that they were staying in and, uh, you know, we, we do what young lovers do. We, we both ate a, you know, a, a gummy edible that the, and I would say the perfect size cause it was not like a very strong one. It both got us like, just that, that ex- yeah, that's, exactly that's the, the exact level of crossfade. Well, okay. Don't you pitch in, you don't know, but
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to kill <laughs> the
2: conversation. Let's keep no, I, I just had to do that. And again, what this is what's tough about Spencer not being here is that there's nobody to regulate my my just intense bullying of you by making little groans and squeaks in the background being like, Oh no, no oh no.
1: Damn, no, 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 yeah. What oh, is, what is what is this podcast gonna be like? What is this uh, podcast without,
2: gonna be like?
1: Without someone who I am acting as a shield force so yeah. to hide their autistic interests from, from the rest what of the world. What is both. this podcast gonna story? be
2: like if I'm not so fucking angry by having to interact with him every time we record that I have to take it out on Andy? <laughs> what <laughs> and what are,
1: gonna, story, what are parties what are parties gonna be like
2: if people can have a conversation that isn't immediately turned to be about Spencer within three minutes? Um anyway, back to the story though. So we go back to to my my partner's place, my significant my significant other's place. We both take an edible, and we're both you know we we both drank through a bottle of wine, so we're you know we're at that perfect level of hazy where you're a little bit drunk, you're a little bit high, and everything just feels a little bit bigger and a little bit more magical than it really is. And so we get into it. I'm going. I'm not going to get into the details out of you know respect for this person who I had very deep feelings for but we spend maybe you know 45 minutes to an hour having maybe the the best sex I've ever experienced in my life you know just perfect you know bodies moving in one we're listening to like ambient music which we had we had never put on music before during it but just we were like the mood is just right we put on music and just really fell into it and it was like two people moving together as one. And it was, it was really, really beautiful. And then we, you know, break apart and I, I, check my phone and I see three calls from Spencer and I'm like, God damn it. What the fuck is going on with this? And I call Spencer back. Right. And <laughs> he's like, Hey, I'm standing outside of the hard rock cafe in center city. I took the wrong bus back and I left my charger at your house. And now I'm stranded in Philadelphia. And, grant, you know, keep in mind, I had moved there maybe two and a half weeks earlier. So I don't know the city very well either. But I'm just, I know enough where I know where the Hard Rock Cafe in Center City is. And so I'm like, all right, I mean, is there someone in the city you can stay with? And he's like, nope, absolutely nobody. Zero people. So it comes down to me to, because his phone is about about to die in maybe two seconds, it comes down to me to... Buy him an Uber back to my place, and then <laughs> so we'll turn over to this person who I was having, you know, this torrid affair with, who we just had maybe the single best experience of my life, and say, Hey, my fucking dumbass friend does not know how buses work. I have to go back to my house so he's not hanging out with my horrible roommates alone. I'm sorry about this. You want to hang out tomorrow and getting a a pretty solid Sure. Yeah. Do what you got to do after, again, the most me- magical experience of my life. So I go back home. Spencer is
1: <laughs>
2: sitting on the couch with my two roommates, just watching the, cause the Beau Burnham special had just come out and they were, um,
1: that's what you want to watch. Yeah, that's, that's what you want. That's what you
2: wanna want what to you wanna watch. So I had to walk into a uh, two people who I, I mean, at the moment I like to my relationship with, would deteriorate pretty severely over the next two years. And um, my friend, who I was may- maybe more mad at than I had ever been at anybody in my life, in that moment, uh, and I had to walk into them watching the fucking <laughs> the the beardy piano comedy guy doing his worst special yet. And um, I I don't think me and Spencer really talked for the next three or four days.
0: Well,
1: you're forgetting a very important story, which what is that. What am forgetting? When you woke up the next morning, mm-hmm. and he was not on the couch. Nope, he, he was, was crumpled on the floor in, in shame, like an embarrassed dog that yeah. knew that it's he was curled was at upset the bottom at of it. my
2: bed, like a like a dog who had just pissed all over my expensive Persian rug. Yes, and uh, so I mean, with someone who you've shared memories like that, how do you move on once they're gone? It's it's really it's really difficult. How I'm gonna miss him. He's he's. I mean, we've one fight, of a kind. We've one one of a kind, and he lets you know it. He's uh, he lets you know that he's one of a kind with every single one of his seventy-two esoteric interests that he is somehow. <laughs> More more interested in than anything going on with anything else, maybe ever in the world.
1: But, letting you know with uh, and one of those esoteric references to his interests yeah. that he's very proud of and just assumes you'll get.
2: He's very proud of and he think counts. He thinks a lot of times counts as both a joke and a bon ma. He thinks. Uh, he thinks one time. He thinks referencing the work of you know some some Japanese punk metal fusion. By some guy named like Rikihara Akahiko or whatever. He thinks just kind of referencing it and then being like, but what if like a gay guy was into this counts as, you know, both act being very smart and very cultured and also being very funny. But I mean, it's, it, it is tough. I mean, for all the shit we give each other, all of the truly just like repulsive magnetism we have towards each other, just the true like anti-polar just cannot stand to be around each other. He's one of my best friends in the world. Yeah. And, no. And working on this project with with you guys has been, you know, a, a very life changing experience. And and it's it's sad. I, I don't know who we would get to replace him because.
1: Do we have any mutuals who uh, both who also spent uh, six plus months in LA and complained about it every single moment of their life?
2: I'm sure we could find one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. Definitely.
2: Or we definitely. could we could keep an eye out for just like anyone else who has spent maybe. More time than they have spent talking to their family in a massive flame war with a guy called, like, Bastard Ricky.
1: Who will we find a guy who's constantly complaining about how he needs to find plane tickets because of how horny he is?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's so difficult to, like, really come across a personality like that whose idea of a funny joke is just taking a picture of himself that is quote-unquote purposely ugly and then saying, like, Woman, I am coming to your house, oog.
1: Also, maybe stomping. Also, maybe stomping.
2: Important. Yeah, or making loud noises, or, or generally holding your hand in a strange way. I mean, with that kind of, with that kind of kind of comedic pedigree, how are we even going to keep the show going? But now that it's gone, it's sad. I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss all seven. Foot. I'm gonna miss all seven foot ninety pounds of him.
1: Well, where are we gonna find another co-host whose Where are we gonna find another co-host whose haircut looks like a mop? Yeah. You know, just this Where are we going to find another about co-host who
2: looks like Phil Spector after he ate a broom, but keeps posting pictures about like, damn, don't I look sexy today?
1: <laughs> or damn, and then posting the next yeah. day, damn, I'm the ugliest man alive. Yeah.
2: <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn, how are we going to find another host who looks like a jaundiced tree, but is constantly trying to post pictures like, my ass looks fantastic today. <laughs>
1: How are we gonna find uh, another <laughs> co-host who claims to be a bisexual man, but is only <laughs> attracted to the most effeminate men? Yeah. Ever.
2: Damn. Who are we gonna? Where are we gonna find another co-host whose idea of bisexuality is being attracted to women and trans women?
1: <laughs> it's truly a mystery. It's Maybe they them. But buy, but despite,
2: despite the fact that that he's engaged to a trans person, so clearly you think that he would probably have to be woke on the subject, but he is. He's just stringently avoided ch- checking that part of his personality at any point. <laughs> oh man, where are we gonna find another guy like that? He's irreplaceable. You watch the skies, I'll watch the street, Spencer. And Andy'll watch Sonic the Hedgehog, the new movie. Sonic like the Hedgehog three?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a plan.
2: Yeah. Love you till I see ya. A uh, rip.
1: We'll Let's miss you, pour buddy.
2: Pour one out. Yeah. Rest in peace. We're gonna miss you, buddy.
1: Have you prepared any vows today, co-host Spencer and Ty? What? What?
2: Why would you say that we're co-hosts what? in the? We're in a church. How did this fucking happen?
1: What? We're why in a, a church, huh? You, you,
2: what, what, what? What is you, going What on? the fuck?
1: Ew. We're in a church. Wait, why
2: am I? Why am I? Why am I wearing? I don't, don't know. we Wait, why are you, you wearing asked. a wedding dress? What the
1: fuck is going on? Where are we?
2: What the fuck? Oh man, are here? What the hell?
0: Why too. Did you invite my
2: fucking family here?
0: My Jesus grandfather God. who died years ago is here.
2: It's my grandfather who died years ago is here. Oh my God, they're fucking, they're holding hands. What the yeah. fuck did you do? Wait, why
0: are we, still, why are we standing sure. on a podium? Oh, no. Oh, Christ. Oh. Yeah. Can we go back to the, to the universe where I'm dead, please? Can we go <laughs> back to the
2: universe where I killed Spencer? <laughs>
0: oh, we didn't, we didn't mention it in that universe. I was the one who killed him. Yeah. Uh, better than fuck. this one. Oh, oh this sucks. Well, I can't believe can you are Please tell me we can me at least this. get a divorce, Andy.
1: Uh, technically, you haven't said your vows
0: yet, so you can just walk out of oh, here. Oh, thank God. God. Wait, oh. why do I have? Oh my, wait, hold on.
2: Why am I? Why am I holding pre-written
0: vows? Did you write these I don't for know. me? You fucking yeah. Like this just has a piece of paper that just says I do on it. Wait, shit, fuck. <laughs> okay,
2: whatever. Okay, I'm
0: I'm not gonna say it because you've said it. If I say it, it's gonna
2: be official. So whatever wait, I do, wait, I'm not gonna wait. say fuck. <laughs> All right. Fuck. God damn. It. Fuck. This sucks. I guess. Fuck. Ah. Oh my god. This sucks. Ugh. I guess we're. I guess we're fucking married now. That's great. Yeah.
0: Ugh. All right. Well, we can go down to the. Well, Square. hopefully
1: you at least picked a good location for. No, I mean the condo's
0: nice. nice. It's yeah. It seems yeah, yeah, like no, in. It's very. Yeah. Downtown Boston. Fair. No It's like a really nice location.
2: It's got like a great. Yeah. Room, okay.
0: But okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Fuck.
0: The wedding band's really oh, good I hate
2: too.
1: This. But, ugh. Yeah. Better hope there's a nice couch. I'll but say we st- we went through
2: the gifts. A lot of them are actually like very very thoughtful and also like gonna be very helpful for starting a new
0: life. It's yeah. No.
2: Oh my god, this sucks. The silver is great. <clears> we <throat> got a lot of nice china, but yeah, I-, I know.
0: <sighs> yeah. I mean, this loca this location wherever we are is really nice too. Like, per- probably like yeah. No, it's the- clear, clear that, that Ideal like, to get married. It's clear that your parents
2: sp- like spared no expense in in funding this whole. Yeah. celebration it's actually like very beautiful and and i think it's very yeah. tastefully minimalist which is something you don't see with a lot of weddings um you know a lot of them are, are kind of big and, and showy and yeah. uh i think this one is like clearly is like they clearly care went into it but it's also like fairly like reserved and i really respect that in a wedding planner
0: yeah fuck
2: i can't believe it's to the hymn
0: yeah no Ugh. i hate yeah i mean god ugh I mean, it's very nice that all of my friends are here, and all my family are here, and everyone seems to be having a good time, but...
1: Ah. Yeah. Also, can I go now? Oh, wait, actually, more important question. Am I getting paid for this?
2: I don't know. I... Well, hold on. Hold
0: on. Is is that in our budget?
2: Is he gonna... Okay, you already paid... Ty, you were supposed to
0: budget this. You were supposed to budget this. I don't know what's going... I thought the family, the groom, bought stuff. I, I don't know. They buy stuff, but you were in charge of budgeting everything out and allocating the funds. Okay, well, in my defense,
2: I didn't—I got dropped into this universe three minutes ago, so I actually I mean, did yeah, not know
0: that this was happening. Apparently, I did too. All right. Fuck! Wait, what? Well, hmm. Well, I guess we'll have
2: to All make right. the most of it. Uh, yeah. You want to go tie some cans to the back of your car or whatever?
0: Uh, sure. Yeah. Fuck! I hate this.
2: This sucks. I want the universe where I got Christina Grimmie to back.
0: That cake looks tasty, though. I'm gonna have some of that.
2: It actually, it looks really good. Yeah. You want to yeah. go get the slice? Andy, you want to slice? Oh, you already left. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, he already took the cake and left.
2: Oh, fuck. You already got the cake. <laughs> God damn
0: it. Yeah. So
1: long, losers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Motherfuckers, we had a lot of fun today. But you really want to know what this show sounds like before I give myself psychosis editing it? You really want to know? Because this is what it fucking sounds like.
0: I mean, uh, um, uh, and a, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, um, like, uh, 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 um, there, 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 you know, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, 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 no, but yeah, um, and, you know, um, you know, uh, um, uh, there's a, uh, Um, and, you know, uh, no, but yeah, uh, uh, you know, um, like, you know, uh, 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 you know, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, the, uh, uh. um, um,